Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hello, Dina. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm welcoming you because we had to take off a week because you got the vid. The vid got you. It finally happened. I made it this long. I made it, you know, what, two years without catching yeah. it. It's still crazy. I really don't know how I got it. Like, I didn't, I don't know anybody I was in contact with. Um, so, this shit is contagious. And it <laughs> sucked just being, like, stuck. Because Jared never got it. So, I was just quarantined in my room, in, this, in my office. It was pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Did not like it. Would not recommend. Would not recommend. It is a negative 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, well, we're glad to have you back. It was, it was so depressed not doing the podcast. But then again, I did go to L.A. and Vegas. I saw my brother Harrison in a new Cirque du Soleil show called The Mad Apple. And it was a lot of fun. And I was supposed to visit Melissa. We were ready to record together. And I had to do a little quick detour away from San Diego. Man. Exactly. Yeah, that was the saddest part of it all. Is we were going to bring you guys an in, in-person in episode. And COVID had to ruin it. Sorry. Back in COVID. All right. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you're better. We have a great episode 102 today. We have... We've divided it in three categories that are very fun. We have a food category, then we're going to move into trending audios, and then we have a section called Why We Love TikTok. Can't wait. All right, let's start with food. The first one is Quinoa Chocolate Bars by at Salt and Sprinkles. My latest recipe is going viral on Pinterest, so I wanted to share it here too. For making chocolate quinoa crunch bars, start out by toasting one cup of quinoa. They'll start to pop like popcorn. And add that to one cup of melted chocolate chips. I use dark chocolate, but you can use whatever you like here. Spread this in a loaf pan and freeze for about an hour. You get a much healthier, delicious chocolate crunch bar that's better for you than store-bought. Melissa, what, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, I love this, and I want to make it. I haven't made it, but I so want to. This feels very up my alley. I bought a lot of quinoa because I'm plant-based occasionally. <laughs> um, but I actually hate quinoa. And like it also gives me sort of stomach problems. So I, I like have all this quinoa, but I feel like this would be a good use for it if I like make it a crunchy chocolate bar. Wait, I'm laughing so hard with the way you pronounce quinoa. Yeah, I you, thought you put you the emphasis on quinoa. I would just say quinoa. I I say it as if it's like a French. Yeah, like, like a delicacy. Yeah. yeah, quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah. I watched this video. I thought this this looks cool. And then you know what? I have my period today, and I watched this video again. And my attitude completely changed. And I was like, fuck this video. Who the f- who wants healthy chocolate with fucking quinoa in it? I really had a complete 180. My attitude changed. 
I just give me some disgusting chocolate when a girl needs her chocolate. Don't put any healthy shit in it and call it like a crunch bar. It's not a crunch bar. It's melted chocolate with quinoa. It's, I'm upset about it. Yeah, I see that. I could see that. Like, <laughs> I get the anger, actually. I mean, let's also be real. Like, I'm never going to make this. <laughs> like, yeah. this is a nice thought, but like, I'm never going to make this. It's never going to happen. To be fair, though, it is a great idea. I don't want to I don't want to knock the creator or the idea. Like, it looks good, you know, healthy alternatives. But just my mood today is is I don't like it. I don't belligerent. Like it. No, my I, mood today I like is belligerent. It. Yes. <laughs> I like it, and I would eat this, but I I just think based on my track record, like I'm not gonna make this. If so, I'd love for somebody to make it for me. Give me some. Me too. But. Yeah, I'm not gonna make it either. Yeah. Speaking of not making or trying things, I am definitely not doing the next trend. This was all over TikTok, Twitter. This took the internet by storm, and it's the healthy diet coke by at Mandy V Jones. Okay, my Pilates instructor makes this drink almost like every day, I think she told me, and it's a healthy alternative to a Coke. And I am not joking you, it tastes just like a Coke and you're gonna think I'm insane. So do like a splash of balsamic vinegar with ice in a cup, and then take any sparkling beverage, like I'm picking LaCroix and it could be any flavor. This one's the guava, it's like the summer flavor. Okay, now you're gonna mix it together. See, it honestly already looks like a Coke, but I swear to God, it tastes like a Coke and it's healthy and it's good for you. You guys should go try it out. Melissa, what are your thoughts on this one? This to me is like, why do we need this? Like, this is where I feel like, well, I'm not a big drink person. Like, I drink mm. water, and I love, like, a good $7 latte, but mm-hmm. I've never, I really am not, like, a soda person at all, and I actually, like, really don't like, like, seltzer water or bubble water. So, like, nothing about this interests me. This is just not at all up my alley. So I am a big drink person. Yeah. All drinks. I don't discriminate against any drinks. I hoard drinks. I love trying new, yeah. disgusting drinks, sweet <laughs> ones, not sweet ones. However, I don't want to drink anything with balsamic vinegar. I'll put it on a salad. I mean, balsamic vinegar belongs on my lettuce, not in seltzer. The funniest part to me is is that she says it could be any flavor seltzer so people have been trying it with different flavors and i love to watch that and i think like the ones i watch people are like oh yeah it's actually not so bad but if i want diet coke like i'm gonna drink diet coke i'm a diet coke person i don't want to substitute for diet coke like give me the aspartame i don't care we're all gonna die someday anyway so (laughs) why not enjoy yeah, I don't know. Some of the comments on this were funny, oh, too. the comments somebody, are great. Somebody was like, this needs to affect your credit score somehow. Yeah, there were there was a lot of them said, straight to jail. And another one said, step one, delusion. Yeah, the comments, <laughs> yeah. this video did so well because it was so rife for like, comments yeah. of people just hating on it. And then other people, you know, just trying it. Yeah, and I, I think that's what makes it a good viral food trend is yeah. there are just as many people who are like, oh, yeah, like this is a great idea. I really like this. Mm-hmm. And then there's 
the same on the other side being like, this is stupid. I would never do this. So it made for a fun little viral internet thing. It did. Bring back the watermelon and mustard. That one was a good one. It's summertime. I actually just had watermelon and the thought of mustard with it right now makes me want to barf. I had watermelon with vodka this weekend. That's that's oh, even that better combination. That yeah. Sounds good. So yeah, you just soak some vodka in watermelon. Okay, moving on to trending audios. This one is a clip from Love Island. I'm done with the conversation now. Sit back down. I'm sat. So this clip is funny because it's this guy telling this girl I like to sit down and she's already sitting. <laughs> So the the clip itself is just a funny clip from a stupid reality show, but TikTok has taken it and they've used it as this premise where it's like, if they were about to go somewhere and then insert like hot celebrity told them to sit down, then they would just immediately sit down, like no questions asked. So I've seen like some people do it with like Robert Pattinson, like just sort of traditionally hot celebrities. Yeah, my favorite, Ryan Eyre, who we love, they did it and they said fly back down instead of sit down. They wrote it in the text and they did it with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, I love that. God, Ryan Eyre is just so good at getting all these trends and making them work for a weird airline. <laughs> what, uh, what celebrity would you pick, Melissa? I mean, I think you already know. Adam Sandler? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hard yes. I gotcha. I gotcha. I just watched his new movie, Hustle, on Netflix. How was it? Oh, it was so good. You should watch watch. it. Yeah. It's not not like a silly Adam Sandler comedy. Hmm. And I have not necessarily loved his more dramatic pieces in the past. You mean... Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. (laughs) (laughs) I do mean Uncut Gems. Yeah. But but this was really, really good. And I had, like, so many dreams about him afterwards, which just, I was like, oh, okay. I do still have a thing for Adam Sandler. Were they COVID fever dreams when you had COVID? Oh, my gosh. They were. I realize that now. Yeah, they were. Ah, yeah. It was weird. Who would be your sit back down celeb so i think lately it would be miles teller i'm i I was smitten with him when he was in whiplash back in the day when he was sort of more unknown and now he's on all the pr circuits for um top gun which i need to see i haven't even seen it yet but i just i just like him did i tell you i saw him in san diego oh you did yeah you did that's a great celebrity sighting yeah, I think he was here for the Top Gun premiere, and he was literally just, like, on the street, alone. Like, just a dude waiting yeah, outside a restaurant. just like a down-to-earth guy, yeah. yeah. he seemed very, very cool. He's tall, he's handsome. A lot of people did this trend with, like, Avatar. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that show um, with John Wilson, How To With John Wilson on HBO? Of course. Oh, love that show. Yeah. So good, right? It's very New York. Uh, and he had one episode where he went to like a whole Avatar convention type of thing. There are people who are like 
really into Avatar, like to the point where they've like yeah. learned the language. Oh, like my. it's yeah, they're very into it. They they just never let the movie go, sort of, and they continue to live by it. It's yeah, it makes sense to me that that particular world would be on TikTok <laughs> and enjoying this. The fandom. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it makes sense why they're making, a, you know, one of the highest grossing movies. And when is the second one coming out? I feel like we've kept hearing, like, rumblings of it forever. Yeah. Who knows? I feel like it must, it's been in the works for many, many years. Forever, yeah. All right, moving on to our next audio. It's about office life. What the fuck do you do at an office job? Can somebody explain that to me? I have no idea what goes on. I'm so glad you asked. We are consistently leveraging and empowering best practices in order to achieve intended outcomes. I know it can sound confusing because there are a lot of moving parts. So I'll give you some key takeaways. When we implement cross-functional workflows, it allows us to maximize our bandwidth. And it's not always easy. I mean, sometimes we have to trim the fat, move the needle, and circle back so that we're not constantly reinventing the wheel. You may need to piggyback or table a conversation to find that mission-critical silver bullet. And if it sounds like you're just drinking from a fire hose, let me explain that aha moment that truly can be a game changer. So when you're in a thought shower of blue sky thinking, you're allowing each other to pick your brain and ultimately developing that robust network to reach Q4 initiatives. So the original poster, her handle is at win underscore the underscore job. And then the stitch is with at ring.swald.egan. Uh, this gave me like PTSD, even though I have a corporate job now, so I hear it, but it's like even past trauma from like hearing people speak like this. It really is just, why do people have to speak like this in the office? Oh my God. It's so good too. Like there really is just this whole funny thing on TikTok of mostly yes, millennials yes. too, I'd say, who are just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really self-aware, parodying all this bullshit that we all just corporate bullshit capitalism (laughs) exactly like it has just been beaten into us for you know the past decade of our careers and it's it's honestly really nice to come to tiktok and just be able to laugh about it to find this community to feel like we've all got this in common and we can just have a little laugh about it before we go back to work the next day or whatever exactly (laughs) well said exactly we could commiserate with uh, millennials on tiktok who have corporate jobs it's great the next audio trend is an abba song stuck in my head me I too. love this song <laughs> me too yeah. it's, it's the song called angel eyes and they just sped it up a bunch one of our favorites paris hilton did a great video to this where she talked about 
so the premise of sort of the whole audio is like, do you actually, sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. The premise is to show your kind of past life and you show kind of a lot of people show pictures of what they did, you know, decades ago or years ago and then cut to now. And people have been really creative with it. And Paris Hilton, like, as you said, did a great one. Paris's premise was like, do you ever miss life before social media? And then she shows all these old pictures of like her and Britney out at the clubs and all these paparazzi shots of her going clubbing and stuff like that. And she just wrote like nothing will ever compare to partying and clubbing in the 2000s. It just brought back right, prior so to social much nostalgia. Media. Yeah. yeah. Where like all we had were just paparazzi shots of like the next day. Like on magazine stands and these shots were like you would see them everywhere where you were. You wouldn't see them on the internet. Like they were in your face or on TV even. Exactly. And, it, and I just think about it too that like they were able to go into the club and just be alone like they didn't have to worry about taking pictures no one was yeah no one had an iphone yeah video like they could actually just go into a club completely let loose enjoy their time have fun get drunk without you know stopping every 10 minutes to take a photo or without other people taking photos like i i really suddenly did just long for a time when we could just have fun without worrying about like we should post this on Instagram, you know, or like everybody, you know, stop and look for Instagram. Like, yeah. Oh, missed that time. Paris is still sliving though. She was at a a Britney Spears' wedding, which was so cool. Cause like to see all of these like old, like celebs who were like clubbing and partying in the two thousands, like during our like high school days, childhood days now, like all growing up and hanging out still is actually pretty cool. Oh yeah. I, like, really wish I could just be a fly on the wall of, like, Paris Hilton and Britney Spears hanging out. Like, that is oh all my I God, want. Me too. <laughs> I want that so bad. The next example is, I think, Stacy Madison. She is the owner of, the prior owner of Stacy's Chips. She created Stacy's Pita Chips. And she used this trend, like, brilliantly. Like, you could tell, like, this is why she's a good businesswoman and, like, sold a multi-million dollar company. So she used the trend. She shows pictures of herself back in the day when she started Stacy's Chips. And she the question she poses is, why are you starting another company? And she keeps showing her success of Stacy's Chips. And then she shows, in the end, her new products, Be Bold. So in... 30 seconds you see like her track record it's like trust this woman she obviously knows what she's doing she created this great product and here's my new products this is like marketing genius she is so good and it has so many views so like way to use the trend well and like i i want to try your products it looks good the packaging is nice i think it's a granola bar or a healthy like snack bar of some sort it looks great i had the exact same reaction i was so endeared when I saw this video because I think it also was just really cool to see somebody who is Mm -hmm. older you know and she is embracing TikTok she's embracing what it can 
do for her business. Even though she's had this, you know, traditional company and she went through all the marketing many years ago, to see her still being game for trying something new and trying marketing on TikTok, I was so inspired by that. She's not too old for TikTok. There you go. No one is too old. It's our whole our whole thing. Exactly. No, I I really love this as a as a too old for TikToker. I thought this was awesome to see. We could have put this in our final section, which we're getting too soon, of why we love TikTok. This could this could have towed the line, That's but true. it is an audio trend, so I mean, really when is the undercurrent of everything we say not I love TikTok? Not that we love TikTok. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very true. Good point. Good point. The last example of using this audio trend was Two Turn Tony, who is like, if you know him on TikTok, you know him on TikTok. He has great body, does ridiculous stunts with his family, and has a duck, like a full-grown duck. And so he used the trend to show when he was a kid, when he got the little duckling, and now him now with the big duck. And I didn't know that he actually grew up with this duck. I thought he had it as a stunt, but like, it's cute. Like it's actually, it's his little pet. Yeah. And it was funny because the premise people were calling out that like, he just got the duck for social media. And so then he was able to use this sort of flashback premise to show like, no, 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 I've had this duck. Like I've been obsessed with ducks since I was like, He's probably, what, 12 in these videos? Yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, he's like a cute little boy, yeah. So that was funny. The last audio trend is the shot song, which is great, but then there's a twist. Turn left onto Washington Boulevard, then turn left onto Washington Boulevard, then proceed to the route, then turn left, then take a right on... This is funny... Because it's like whenever you're driving and like all of a sudden Google comes on and they're like, turn left, like, you know, just ruins the vibes, comes out of nowhere. The ones I saw of this trend, though, were by at Injector Miss Viv. And she used them to point out what the Kardashians butts used to look like, both Chloe and Kim, and what they look like today and so the first part with the music was like their huge bbls um and then once it goes to the turn left she shows them today and it's like uh whoa like completely different looking but it's like someone took a like pin to a balloon Mm -hmm. and like deflated it basically you know i I had to i'm embarrassed to say this because i like i've seen bbl written so many times and I knew it had to do with butts but I didn't know what it stood for so I googled it do you know what it stands for I googled it probably a few weeks ago finally yeah it stands for Brazilian butt lift yeah there you go yeah Brazilian butt lift yeah so they're out they're out of style no one's getting Brazilian butt lifts anymore so Melissa Sorry to break it to you. I know you were going to go to Brazil next week to get one. I'm too late to the trends. You're too late to the trends. Too old for Leave your butt alone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to our last section. The why we love TikTok section. It's so dumb. It's It's a very forced subheader of these videos, but sure. Sure. I came across a video by at Daniel Swall, and he just 
talked up Ryan Tedder so much. And he was like, TikTok, Ryan Tedder is the coolest guy. And go go follow him. Like, he doesn't really know how to use TikTok well. But, like, he's done all this cool stuff. So here's the audio. I don't know if you've heard one of the biggest songwriters in the world. Most people actually don't know his name, but they know his band. In fact, he co-wrote Beyonce's biggest song. The Jonas Brothers' biggest song. Fiona Lewis's biggest song. Or Lil Nas X's biggest song. One of Maroon 5's biggest song. One of Ed Sheeran's biggest song. And honestly, so many more. But what most people don't know is that Ryan also has a TikTok. And let's just say Ryan makes very interesting TikToks. What is this? <laughs> what is this? kind of makes TikToks like a dad. And what I mean by that is, like, for example... Hey, y'all. Back on TikTok. But this is the actual Ryan Tedder, and he only has 3,000 followers. So I thought, how funny would it be if we just blew up Ryan's TikTok account and he has no idea why? So I'm going to tag Ryan in the comments. And if you could go to his profile and follow, like his content or comment on it, I know we can make Ryan the next big TikToker. And then eventually Ryan Tedder duets him and this worked. Every, you know, and Ryan Tedder starts posting more videos and is like, thanks, man. This actually is working and now has over 500,000 followers. It's just the power of TikTok. Yeah, I I loved seeing this because it's one that sort of educational side of TikTok. Like, I just found this yeah. really interesting. I had no idea mm-hmm. this guy wrote all of these songs. And so one, it's just like, you've already got me. This is so cool to learn something I didn't know. And then for him to just pass that knowledge forward and be like, we should all recognize this guy and like him. Yeah. And, and then to have... Ryan Tedder and his handle is at real Ryan Tedder duetted this video and was just like thank you so much this is so cool like it, yeah. it really is just full circle you see how people are so willing to just give on TikTok without there needing to be like anything in return necessarily but there always ends up being something in return because you just people keep giving back so it's it was a really beautiful little TikTok connection. Yeah, it's just the positive like community building, which is so rare because yeah. there's so many trolls and there's so much shit happening in the world that like these little little pockets of TikTok are just so beautiful. Agreed. Yeah. Last but not least is Taylor Swift giving TikTok a shout. So Karen, my friend, got to see her live at the Beacon Theater because Taylor was showing her video all too well. I think it was like the short film Mm -hmm. and then spoke for an hour and performed the 10 minute version. And in the Q&A, she talked about TikTok. Where we are in the music industry and and where, you know, there's so much happening in the music industry that's so exciting. Like, don't get me started on vinyl. I think TikTok's really cool. I think the label model of of we we sit in a conference room and we pick the songs that you're gonna like and you guys are like no 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 <laughs> and we don't want to do that anymore and it's it, I find it so radical and wonderful and really like I'm just trying to sort of listen to the heartbeat of what fans want it's it's so exciting to 
gotten to do this for this long. Yeah, this was very exciting as a Swifty. You know, mm-hmm. I already, we've spoken about Taylor Swift before on TikTok and I had hoped that she was appreciating TikTok the same way we do. And this made me feel even more confident that she definitely is. She probably is scrolling endlessly and has a really funny for you page and she's grown to love it. And obviously to hear from somebody like her too, who just continues to alter the music industry, her acknowledgement that TikTok is also changing the music industry and changing how people interact with fans and create music like that was just such validation you know and it's like we spoke on our last episode to Rose Angel who's creating music on TikTok and she spoke about there's sort of this bias sometimes or misunderstanding of like are musicians on TikTok really respected in the industry and for Taylor to give this nod to TikTok like I feel like that's gonna do a lot for the music industry and I'm like I'm just really in awe of her ability to acknowledge that and and hopefully it does a lot for TikTok artists. Yeah, I agree. And I think you were the one who called it when we first, we had an episode where we talked about Taylor joining TikTok and how huge that was. And you were like, she's gonna get it right away. And she clearly does. It's just proof there. So good job, Melissa. You know Taylor very well. We we like definitely should have her on the podcast. (laughs) I think we should. I think we said that too last time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot her a text. I'll shoot her ta- Taylor a text, and you know she can say yay or nay. Yeah, I will continue DMing her. I send her DMs yeah. fairly frequently <laughs> on Instagram, so I'll go ahead and send another one, and you know we'll see if she responds. Yeah, the invitation's open, Taylor. Mm-hmm. You're more than welcome anytime on Tools for TikTok. We would truly love it. all right that wraps up episode 102 please rate review and subscribe if you know taylor swift please get her on the podcast follow us on instagram and on tiktok and check out our blog for all the videos we mentioned this week too old for tiktok.com thanks for listening everybody see you next week thank you